strategize together. Let's hear it from an expert. Join the conversation, it's informative and free. You and me, let's talk some strategy. Here's your host, Doreen Morin Van Dam. Hello, everybody. Another episode of Strategy Talks is here. We're going to talk about what is hot on LinkedIn. So if you're watching this on LinkedIn or somewhere else, make sure that you put in the comments where you're watching it from. We want to know where you are located and on what platform you are watching or listening to Strategy Talks, because I also want to welcome those who listen to Strategy Talks as a podcast. Before I introduce you to today's guest, though, I want to do a quick shout out to our sponsor. They are Social Insider, the intuitive dashboard for social media analytics, reporting, and competitors analysis for brands and agencies. If you need data, you need Social Insider. So without much further ado, I'm not going to do a whole big spiel. I'm just going to bring her right on. You might already know her. She is an incredible expert on LinkedIn. Mary Fane Brand, welcome so much to Strategy Talks. We tried this last year. (laughs) I am so glad you're here. I know it's taken a year because, you know, I I have COVID last year, right? When we were going to record and it hit me pretty hard. So thank you for reaching back out. And I want you to notice I did wear your brand color today just for you. And you don't know how much I appreciate it. That kind of we kind of match for those of you who are listening. I'm wearing my orange glasses and Mary is wearing an orangey uh, salmon colored shirt, which is totally appropriate. So who is Mary Fane Brand? She is the mastermind behind the 3C Method. Is She's not your average career coach, though. Um, as a host of LinkedIn Local Phoenix and a charismatic face of her own live show, 15 Minutes of Fane. I tell you, Mary, I think that is just absolutely brilliant title, 15 Minutes Thank of Fame. Um, she knows how to grab your attention and deliver game-changing insights. Um, Mary's coaching takes confidence and happiness levels from a mere two to a solid eight for a daily dose of career and LinkedIn wisdom. Follow the hashtag train with Fane to get Mary's expert tips right in your newsfeed. And so if you're ready to take your career to new heights or finally harness the power of LinkedIn, you've got to connect with Mary and stay to the end. We're going to tell you exactly how to do that. But today, LinkedIn, what's hot right now? Q4 2023. Mary, let's take it away. Let's start talking. Wow. Well, first, thanks for having me on your podcast. I really appreciate it. And I miss talking to you and all my other, you know, friends from social media. So it's it's really great to be here. Uh, let's start with LinkedIn is updating things left and right. It is hard for someone who's on LinkedIn every day, connected with some of the smartest experts on LinkedIn to stay in the know of what's working, what's new, what's going away, like cover video stories. We said goodbye to those in June. So if you're just listening to this and you have a profile cover video story and you're thinking of changing it, don't touch it because you will not be able to edit that. I just had a client say, I think I'm going to change it. I was like, no, 
don't do that. Let me ask um, you, let me ask you there, Mary, because there was some confusion when that announcement was made. I heard some people say it's going to go away for everybody. But as far as I've seen, it hasn't gone away. It's just you can't change the video. If you have it, you have it. So <laughs> exactly. and your advice would be don't touch leave it, it because leave it. Just okay. leave it because you, okay. you can't update it or re-record it. We don't, you know, honestly, we don't know if they're going to delete it altogether at some point. Okay. We, we don't know that yet. Um, so we're just leaving it there. And I am disappointed because I feel like in the, the day of AI artificial intelligence and robots, that cover video story gave us an opportunity to be more real, bring the human aspect to our profile. So I'm a little disappointed that they took it away. I would say that, I would argue that probably their data showed that people like me might've changed it once in a year and they're like, how important is it? They probably, even though they didn't share data with us, they probably saw how often people click on it. Um, yeah. So I'm, I'm, guessing that it's a data thing you're right it's a data thing and so they probably took it away because people weren't either using it or very few people saw you know saw them and actually knew what to do with them and i was still surprised even back in like april and may when um in some group coaching that i do people are like oh i didn't know i could do that i i'm still we were just talking before the show i'm like what i feel like everybody knows what i know but i have to remember i'm in this linkedin bubble um and so i just feel i felt like oh everybody knows that you can do a cover video so our our thought was that not enough people were using it not enough people created a video not enough people were clicking on it and that's why linkedin took it yeah. away i agree i would tend to agree so should we talk about what is working? What's what you should be like focusing on? Absolutely. I want to know what you're seeing because like you, I am in LinkedIn daily, but I probably do some different things. I don't necessarily coach people on LinkedIn. So I want to know what we should be focusing on to get the best, the most traction, to connect with the right people, more people. Like what should we be doing on okay. LinkedIn? Um, there's a couple of things. I'm, I'm not going to spend a lot of time talking about content because that is a whole show itself. But two things that are still working on LinkedIn are carousels. Those are okay. still getting really good engagement. You don't want it to be 15 slides. I think, uh, you know, anywhere between four and seven is a magical number. Can it's you explain? Long, can you explain yeah. to people again? We have some business owners, some marketers, even marketers don't. I've had marketers ask me. How do I load a carousel? And they don't know. Yeah. So can you explain what it is? Sure. So uh, LinkedIn calls it a carousel because you can just click on it and it slides around like a, a carousel, I guess. It's really a PDF that you upload. Um, and so we use Canva. Create a template. My biggest thing is you guys just create a template that's on brand for you. And then you just update it with new information, new tips, new trends. Um, and you don't want all of your content to be a carousel. You want it to be mixed media, but carousels are still getting a lot of traction, a lot of engagement. So I would say to you, get out there, create your carousel or PDF template in Canva and start using those. You, you do need to put some context around that when you go to upload it, but it's super easy. You just go to document on LinkedIn and upload that when you create a post. Um, and then the other thing that ironically is still working well is audio events. 
I, you know, I was working well because I did some and I wasn't getting any traction. Okay. So I did them too. I was an early beta tester way back last year. I don't know. Was it February or whatever? And my co-host and I, Laura Bayshore, we launched um, the B Show, where we drink coffee and talk about career tips and trends. And we got a, a, a great following, regular people. But doing it weekly for us was a lot of work. And so we just this year took that and decided to launch a podcast. So we we took it off of LinkedIn. But I'm telling you, LinkedIn audio events are still working. It's a great way to get in front of your audience and to have some two-way conversation because you can actually bring people up to the stage. Right. Now, ironically, I had a client who's like, hey, Mary, so um, I've done like four LinkedIn audio events. You know, she's having people show up. And then she goes, I did one LinkedIn live and I only had one person. And the worst number in marketing is what? One. You can't try something once, Right. Uh, so the LinkedIn audio events, I'm going to say they still have some power. I was just listening to a couple this week just to like test them out again. And the audience was full, uh, you or, know, let me ask something. Let me ask you something. The LinkedIn audio events, for those of you who are listening or watching and don't know what they are, it kind of works like Clubhouse. There's not a mechanism in place to record them. So you, unlike a LinkedIn live or, you know, you live broadcast from like, say what I'm doing today using StreamYard or Restream or some tool, you go live and that content is forever gone. So the effort that you're putting in is for that moment. Now there, I, I, I know that you're, you're like ready to go because there's things you can do, right? So tell us how you can capture the content or capture there's the value of yeah. the LinkedIn audio event, because that's what we want. We want a return on investment. We're going to talk for yeah. half an hour. What do we get out of it if the content's gone? If you're just talking to hear your voice, don't waste your time setting up the LinkedIn audio. You need to have a strategy for anything I'm talking about. Strategy, strategy. What's the ROI and what is your call to action? When we started, we didn't have a call to action. We didn't even think about it, right? I'm like, shame on us, Laura. We didn't even have a call to action. So we created a joint package and offered it just to our listeners. And we had a link that we could send them to. So for the LinkedIn audio event, what is your strategy? What's the ROI that you're hoping to uh, gain? Is it growing your network, building your brand, right? If you have a low budget, LinkedIn audio events don't cost you anything. You can build your brand, establish, you know, your um, expertise, your authority in a particular industry. What you can do is everyone who registers for the event, you can message them on LinkedIn, right? So we had messages set and we would remind them because we all have a little ADD these days, right? Uh, trying to remember when things are. So my VA would go in and message people like the day before or the day of. No, the day before, because ours was at 7 a.m. Okay. So she would message him the day before with a reminder. But now you can connect with those people. Now you can ask them questions. Hey, what did you like about the audio event? Is it too long? Is it too short? Do you like the topics? Is there a topic you'd like to hear about? So now you're getting to understand your clients. So it's market research. It's brand awareness. And if you do it right and have an ROI and have a package to sell, even if it's or a consultation call, get them on the phone, you know, you know, your goal should always be to take people off of LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. I think that's a goal on any social media platform. Sure. LinkedIn yeah. is mine. 
get them off of LinkedIn and have a conversation. So there are ways to nurture that audience. Now, I'm not saying that audio events are the only way to use LinkedIn. I'm saying it's a great way if you like talking, you have a great voice, you have a great topic, and you're looking to have a little more engagement. I think it's worth a try to still, you know, give it a shot. Okay. Do it for and, three, and I, three months. I very, I was going to say, I very heard, clearly heard you say don't try it once. So you're saying try it for three months. Yeah. Okay. Do it for 90 days. Be consistent. Okay. Uh, we got featured in the LinkedIn loop and we had over 800 people register for one of our audio events. I remember seeing that. That Yeah. It was, <laughs> we were like, yeah. You feel like, yeah, I made it. Yes, for sure. <laughs> for sure. So, uh, so for content, we're just going to say carousels are still hot. LinkedIn audio events are still working. It doesn't cost you anything. Great way to build your brand. Uh, get some more visibility and do market research. I feel like that is a component that sometimes we forget. Like if you want to test something new out, um, you need to test and get in front of your market. And that's exactly what Laura and I did. We were testing. Can we work together? Do people want to hear what we have to say? Do people, will they want to work with us together as a coaching, a career coaching team? And the answer was yes, yes, and yes. So now we've taken that. We tested it for free. And now we've moved it into a podcast. Wonderful. That's that's incredible. Strategy. That's a great testing. Great <laughs> strategy and a great testing ground. Um, yeah. So what else can you tell? We were in the green room and you talked about posting versus commenting ratio. And I would love to hear your thoughts on that. And we were saying, again, as marketers, as people who, you know, others might call experts on LinkedIn, we assume people know this stuff. And they don't. So for those who are listening, who are watching live, we're like, wait, what? Posting to commenting ratio? Let's talk about it. Yeah. So a lot of people are like, okay, first you get your profile set up, right? You build out your network and then you're creating content. Those are like the three foundational uh, parts of LinkedIn. But the real important part that people forget is to comment. So posting is a necessity, as is commenting on other people's posts. So there's a couple great things that people might not realize. Number one, every time you post, your name and title or headline appear. So that keeps you top of mind, right, to your audience. So why wouldn't you do that? Also, you get in front of other people's audience. If you're um, commenting on colleagues or even people that you're not connected to, so I like to go in and do some searches and comment on my second degree connections because then I, I get in front of their audience that sees their content. And then finally, your ratio, I believe it's something like three to one. Like if you're, oh, I did that backwards. Uh, you're, you should be commenting 20% more than what you're posting content. Okay. It's a huge number. So there's there's some easy ways to do this so i like to go on start my day in the home feed what's going on what is my network talking about right there's some great you know stories going on and i like to throw some comments out there i also subscribe to about five or six linkedin newsletter i get some really juicy stuff from there i get the career stuff what's going on in the stock markets because that always affects what jobs Mm -hmm. Stock markets, jobs. Um, so I subscribe to about five of those and I can comment on those stories, those articles that are, are going on. And I can use that to jumpstart a piece of content myself. 
So if you're not subscribing to some of those LinkedIn newsletters or even your colleagues' newsletters, okay? I love reading my colleagues' newsletters. I'm like, oh, I should write about that too. Or, hey, I didn't think about that. But you really want to start commenting. I like to do 10 comments every morning. Hmm. Now you might be going, Mary, my brain is just not working in the morning. I don't... I can't come up with those witty replies. Well, I want to let you know there is a great AI tool called Sales Stack that you train to write like yourself. So we were talking earlier. In the my room. brand is very casual, conversational. And so I've trained my AI to write like me. And it generated an, a, a message at six in the morning. So I was not functioning, right? I hadn't had all my coffee. And I did this messaging using sales stack twice and it generated two calls that turned into two new clients. And it didn't sound like a sales message. It sounded like myself. Hey, we're both, you know, surviving the Arizona heat. It actually reads the profile of the person you're messaging and you train it to read, you know, who you are. So it really infused that we were both in Arizona. She was looking for a career coach. She's in like analytics in a bank. I'm like, boy, that sounds like a stressful job. I mean, I was surprised at how well it wrote the DM. I, it talked about tacos because I love my tacos. <laughs> and it said, if you want to learn more, let me know. I didn't drop her my link, right? So I think that's the difference is provide some information to someone. Ask, give, ask for permission to send them a link to schedule a call. So it's the way that you DM someone. So um, that was about the DMs, but the commenting part, like start commenting more if you want to get in front of someone. Maybe you want someone to be a guest on your podcast, your live show. You should start by nurturing that relationship by commenting on their posts. I did this with a CEO of a large company in San Diego because I wanted them to sponsor an event. Uh, so I commented a couple times on his posts. And it was about their product. And he sent me some information. And then we got connected by commenting twice to a CEO who we know is very, very busy. So Smart. that is the power of commenting. But again, be strategic. Who are you trying to connect with? And I think the comments, like people get really stuck on what to say. I don't know what to say. And this is what I can tell you. If you start a habit, of doing 10 a day, it will be so easy in two weeks, you won't even think about it. I love that. And that's a great segue to, we were gonna talk about the AI articles and ah. you and I were talking about those earlier and your 10 comments a day at, you know, seven, eight, six, seven, eight a.m. in the morning, it's what I've been doing on the AI articles, AI articles. So if you're watching, listening to this, AI articles were put out by, um, LinkedIn, there's over 60,000, I think, articles at this point. There's over 500 skills. You can earn batches through um, LinkedIn community batches that pop up on your profile. And when that program came out, I, it just was something. It was a lure to me. I was like, I got to go do this. So I started like an idiot, just commenting. I had no strategy. Just, no, you were smart. You just talk about that. Well, you, you jumped on the bandwagon. I did. I didn't. I was I like, did. yeah. Do I need to? I'm usually an early adopter. We were talking about this. I've been an early adopter for everything on LinkedIn. And this one time I didn't do it. And I'm telling you, I wish I had. 
Right. So what what it does is it allows you to put your thought and your thought leadership into these AI articles. And I did it for a month straight, like 10, 15 comments. The maximum is 20 comments a day. So I hit that limit and I'm like, okay, I can't do any more paragraphs. Um, it's every 24 hours it renews. So I would hit that limit. And then somebody reached out to me in a DM and said, hey, I have this data tool. Um, you're number seven in the world or nine, I think at that point, I'm going, excuse me. And he's like number nine in the world of people who have made the most contribution. So at that point I had made 298 contributions. I had no idea I had done that, but by him reaching out through DM, he's now coaching me and it was an incredible, it's been an incredible experience. I just earned my second batch. I'm hoping congratulations. And so it is. That same idea, though, when you were just saying do it every day, it's what gets us good habits. And if nothing else, being on LinkedIn and connecting with people, what you're saying is create those habits. Start with a strategy and then create those habits. Yeah, start with a strategy. Absolutely. Uh, Create habits. So block out time. And, you know, when people are just getting started, they're like, I just don't have time. I'm like, you have 30 minutes a day. If you spent 30 minutes a day, Monday through Friday on LinkedIn in three months, you would see a world of difference in your connections, opportunities, not just clients, maybe speaking opportunities on stages, on podcasts. You would get more introductions to people. Your brand, your building your brand awareness would be amazing in 90 days if you are consistent on LinkedIn. So I think a lot of people try it for a month. Uh, They're not as consistent. They might go on, you know, once a week and they're like, well, it's not working. Well, you know what doesn't work? Going to the gym once a week either. Okay. So if you want to get in shape, whether it's lose weight, build muscle, train for a marathon, going to the gym once or even twice a week isn't going to get you the ROI. And it's just like LinkedIn. You've got to put in the time and the effort um, and be consistent. And I think that's where people drop the ball. And you've got to work the right muscles. And I think that's where the analogy, the writing muscle, because, you know, I don't know if you've seen that, if you're watching, listening, when you comment on somebody's uh, content, LinkedIn will ask you sometimes, it'll cue you, hey, this is, do you want to share this as a piece of content, you know? And so I, when I have done that before, it did do nothing. So it didn't do anything. So that, that I would not recommend that. I would recommend taking that comment, copy and pasting it in a document or in a note on your phone, and then saving that as an inspiration for a future piece of content that you actually post. Don't go share your content um, or your comment because- Yeah, don't don't share it, but- Maybe it's maybe it makes you think about should I write a piece of content around this? You know, the other place where usually people struggle, I don't know, during uh, is content. I don't know what to write. Yeah. You've got all kinds of ideas right here. The problem is if you can't get them out, I'll help you. I've been called the story extractor. My clients, that's what they've named me because I extract their stories. I have also been told that I help women. I give women the permission to use their voice on LinkedIn. They're like, I didn't know I could say that. Yes, you can say whatever you want. Now, are there guidelines? Yeah, I have some guidelines, but I'm a big proponent of being yourself. So if you're analytical, great, talk that way. If you're someone like me, who's kind of casual, conversational, loves coffee and kayaking, talk about that. Weave that in because it's part of your personal brand and you become more relatable. 
Like I've had someone come up to me at a networking event that I've never met. And they're like, oh, you're that Mary. You like coffee and you talk about careers. I've seen your stuff on LinkedIn. So you never know. You know, they say, um, I wrote a note down for today's thing. Wait, it's right here. 90% of users on LinkedIn are lurkers. They're just looking at your stuff. They're not commenting. They're not connecting with you. They're just watching you. And true story, I had a client, I think it was last year, and she signed up for a three-month program. And I always ask, oh, who do, do I have anyone to thank? Was this a referral? Blah, blah, blah. She's like, oh, no, I've been watching you for nine months. <laughs> nine months. So I always say that producing content, engaging, being active on LinkedIn, it fills your pipeline every day. It's just a long game. It's not a short game. So being active and being engaging and, you know, sharing who you are as a person as well um, really can get you in front of the right people. You is just have any, to be patient. Is there anything we shouldn't share, Mary? Yeah. So if you're, do you remember that CEO? Yes. Shared when he was crying. Like you don't want to share your tragedy when you're going through it. You want to share that tragedy months later when you've overcome it and share your story of how you overcame it to inspire others. So there's nothing wrong with sharing a failure or a misstep, but you don't want to share it when you're going through it. That's really profound. Thank you. That is really good. Uh, because I couldn't put my finger on the pole. I couldn't put my finger on it. What was wrong and why I didn't like it. But it was like, I need attention now kind of thing by yeah. him. It was like, poor me, my uh, life. I feel awful. Like I had to fire all these poor people. Like, it's not about you, dude. So six months later, he could have written a post like, you guys don't know how awful. When I had to do this, I it literally tore me apart. The lesson I learned was... Right. That's more inspirational. So someone that might be facing that could read that post and go, OK, that didn't work well for him that way. What he said he wished he would have done was this or had he known this. Right. So never share when you're going through the thick of a mess. Share afterwards and the lesson that you learned, the advice that you can give to someone else who might be going through that. Be an inspiration. I love that. Thank you, Mary. If you're watching or listening, if you've learned nothing else, that's really, really important. So let's wrap it up. We've got just a few minutes left, Mary. If there's anything else that you want people to know about LinkedIn, if somebody comes to you and said, I have a profile, but I'm not really doing anything. What do you recommend they start with and where do they start? Um, so they're going to hire me and we're going to do a strategy session. No, really, because they're, you know, they're stuck. A lot of people have a profile, either it's outdated or they're just not using it. Most of right. the professionals I work with, they're busy professionals. So they'll put up a profile. It sits there. It's stale. They don't do anything with it. So they're missing out on these opportunities. And you really like, what do you want to use LinkedIn for? How are you going to use it? Is it content? Um, are you going to create your own live show, an audio event? Um, and create a strategy where you're working on it every day. Like I said, going to the gym twi twice a week is not going to give you, you know, the body that you're hoping for, whatever that body looks like. You have to be consistent. And going to the gym isn't the only thing. You also have to eat right and you have to drink enough water. So LinkedIn isn't just about having a great profile. It's about having a profile, having a strategy, creating content. Um, commenting, creating a company page if you don't have one, even if you are a solopreneur. And um, 
embracing AI. You know what? AI is here to stay. When LinkedIn says, hey, we're using AI tools, you're like, it's not going anywhere. We've got to embrace it and be like, how am I going to use AI to enhance my daily activities? So before we leave, is there one tool or two tools that you can highlight that you use for LinkedIn? Yeah. Um, I love Salesstack. Okay. I, uh, I use that for commenting and for messaging. And it just takes the thoughts in my head and puts it together in a logical order, right? Okay. So for me, that's what I like. And I do use ChatGPT to help create content. Again, I'm, I've created my own AI personas. So it talks like me, it writes mm -hmm. like me, it, it thinks like me, you know, I infuse it with my love of coffee and it has a casual and conversational tone. So I have trained my AI of how I want it to sound. And then, you know, it's going to spit it out, but we've got to remember it's artificial intelligence. So read it over what doesn't work right? Mm -hmm. But you can use it to get all those ideas out of your head right there. I use a Google doc and I'll do like a month of content in one sitting. That's amazing. If you're listening to this, watching, um, one of the ways to get started, if you've never used AI and you want to use chat GPT, um, one of the things to do is go to LinkedIn, find your 10 best performing posts from this past year throw them in there and say, I'm going to give you a bunch of content. These did really well. This is my voice. And I want you to read these and then produce three posts similar to this and then go from there and then edit them and go. So that's, yep. that's an easy way to get started. Feed, feed the AI your voice. Y you your have to train voice. it. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. we actually, I'm a certified AI persona writer. So now I actually create personas for other people. So it might be sales, might be copywriting, it might be a marketing assistant. So I'm helping other people set up their own AI personas. So they plug in what they want it to write. And it sounds like them. That's incredible. That's, that's what's that's so incredible. important. And I love it. Like, I'm just like getting into I'm like, wrote an ebook, it can do a landing page. And for me, someone who's my my thoughts, I have so many being a creative. I don't know about you guys. But us creative people, like I'm telling you, my head goes in 10 directions all the time. Yes. So to be able to go over there, dump in my idea and say, write an outline for a talk. Oh, that makes sense because it's it's in order. And then write, um, you know, give me three bullet points to speak about. So I have the content and the ideas. It just helps me enhance it and organize it. Yeah, no, I totally agree. Okay, so Mary, how can people yeah. connect with you and where should they connect with you? Definitely LinkedIn. Okay. Um, you're going to need my email to connect. So it's hello at maryfanebrant.com. Okay. You can also email me there. Um, I'd love for you guys, if you're a career person, to follow the Redefine Your Career Journey. That's our new podcast, and we're trying to get to a 1,000 downloads. Again, we just started it. So I'd love for you to follow that, share that with anyone uh, that is looking for a new career or to pivot or is just lost and feeling sure. stuck. We offer okay. a lot of advice there. And just follow my content. You can ring the bell on LinkedIn to get notified of my content. I post four times a week minimum. All right. <laughs> 
Awesome. And if, for those of you listening, watching, um, I'll put link to Mary on LinkedIn um, in the show notes. So you'll be able to just click that and connect with her. Mary, this has been fantastic. I love all the new things that LinkedIn is putting out and let this be something that you can carry through to whatever platform you go on, on into. Yeah. Be, be present. And when a new feature comes out, go test it, go try it and embrace AI. If there's anything you've learned from this uh, is, you know, figure out how you're going to use AI in your business because it's here. So now you need to figure out, define how am I, how am I going to use it to make my day better? That's awesome. That's a great way to close this out. Thank you to everybody for staying to the end, for listening, for watching. And I'll be back next week with another episode of Strategy Talks. Bye, everybody.